Isaiah 9, verses 2 to 7. Verses 2 to 7 from the Jesus Storybook Bible. Dear little flock, you're all wandering away from me, like sheep in an open field. You have always been running away from me, and now you're lost. You can't find your way back, but I can't stop loving you. I will come to find you, so I am sending you a shepherd to look after you and love you, to carry you home to me. You've been stumbling around like people in a dark room, but, it, but into darkness a bright light will shine. It will chase all the shadows away like sunshine. A little baby will be born, a royal son. His mum will be a young girl who doesn't have a husband. His name will be Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us. He is one of King David's children's children, children, the Prince of Peace. Yes, someone is going to come and rescue you, but he won't be who anyone expects. He will be a king, but he won't live in a palace, and he will have lo- he won't have lots of money. He will be poor. And he will be a servant. But this king will heal the whole world. He will be a hero. And he will fight for people and rescue them from their enemies. But he won't have big armies. And he won't fight with swords. He will make blind see. He will make lame leap like deer. He will make everything the way it was meant to be. But people will hate him. They won't listen to him. He will be like a lamb. He will suffer and die. It's a secret rescue plan we made from the beginning of the world. It's the only way to get you back. But he won't stay dead. I will make him alive. And one day, when he comes back to rule forever, the mountains and trees will dance and sing for joy. The earth will shout out loud. His fame will fill the whole earth, and the waters cover the sea. Everything sad will come untrue. Even death will die. And he will wipe away every tear from every eye. Yes, the rescuer will come. Look for him, watch for him, wait for him. He will come, I promise. Let's uh, give it up for Bethan doing a great reading there. Thank you, Bethan. Thank you. So, Jesus talked about being the light of the world. And I think that's quite an interesting theme, uh, an interesting thing to claim about yourself, that you are the light of the world. And so in the next few minutes, I want to explore what we think Jesus could have meant by that. Now, our passage that Bethany had just read to us, and uh, if you're following it through in the, in the normal church Bibles, you'll see that it talked about people walking around in darkness. Uh, the, the reading that we had, walking around in a dark room, stumbling about. I don't know if anyone's ever had to sort of uh, walk around in the dark. Has anyone had to walk around in the dark? I know, for instance, I can remember, I was just thinking about this. Um, uh, a few years ago, we had the chance to go to, to Guatemala doing some back 
backpacking and, and we went into the caves and after about an hour of caving, they got to switch off the lights and it was pitch darkness. Absolute, you could not see your finger in front of your, in front of your uh, eyes. Now, we don't often have that idea of darkness anymore, but actually, we can, we can sort of, when we get up in the middle of the night, has anyone got up in the middle of the night and they're sort of wandering around and they, they stub their toe on the side of their bed, you know, actually, when we, when we are in darkness, we can't really quite see what's around us. So what, end, what we end up doing is we bump into things, we hurt ourselves, and sometimes, uh, you know, if, if you know, something's happening in the middle of the night and there's, there's, I don't know, a car alarm going, you might walk out into your landing and bump into someone else in your family. You know, we can, we can not only hurt ourselves, but we can hurt others. And I think this is a good way to think about what our passage means. Because we heard at the beginning of our service that God created the perfect world. And then what we started doing is we started to sort of say, thank you, God, for this perfect world, but we're going to ignore you a little bit. We're just going to get on. We're going to ignore what you're doing, and we're going to get on and do our own things. And, and God says, that's a little bit like walking around in darkness. And he says that that's what we sort of do sometimes. Without God in our lives, it's like we are walking around in the darkness. And the trouble with darkness is that it sort of, blocks our eyes to be able to see the beauty and the goodness of this world and the good things that God gives us. And sometimes, let's, let's imagine, uh, I know, for instance, uh, Andrew, he was in, uh, uh, spent some time in, in the military. You know, imagine you're, 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 you're navigating in a field and you want to know which way to go and you're trying to read your map in the dark, but you don't know, you can't see without a light to shine. And then sometimes when we face decisions in life, we don't know which way to turn. We can't see the map and we can make mistakes. And again, sometimes we can hurt ourselves and we can bump into others and we can hurt others accidentally too. But what happens when we turn on the lights? Suddenly we can see. Suddenly we can see the beauty of the world that God has placed around us, the beauty and the goodness of the things that God has given us in our life. And we can, we can see the way to go. And we don't bump into others and hurt them. And, uh, and we don't hurt ourselves. And Jesus says, he came to be that light. So I need just a, a, a few volunteers. Don't worry, it's not going to take very long. Anybody want to be a volunteer? Tim, I know you missed out last time. Do you want to come up? Are you okay this time? Uh, any others? Volunteers? Don't worry, you're not going to be dressed up as a Christian this time. Here we go. Yeah. What's that? Someone else up there? Here we go. Come on up. Come on up, Alice. There you go. Alice is coming up. We'll have one more. Sam? Sim? I don't think... Tim, did you volunteer? There you go. Tim's volunteered. Or, or, maybe, or maybe Hannah just volunteered. Tim? I'm not quite sure. So, um, Catherine, there you go. So, so, what did Jesus mean? by saying that he is the light of the world. So here we go. We've got some beautiful fairy lights to make uh, Tim look really wonderful. There you go. Doesn't he look beautiful? And the thing with Jesus coming into the world uh, is that he helps us to see the beauty and the goodness in this world. And sometimes we can sort of get down and we can, we can think life is terrible, but with Jesus, we can see the good things that God has given us. And what else have we got over here? Um, here we go. Do you want to help, help with this? There you go. You are our torch navigator. So sometimes when we're facing difficult decisions, 
by, we can use a torch to find out what the best way to go is. So well done, Alice. And we've got uh, one other here. Tim, you can, uh, 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 there you go. You can be our nightlight. There you go. So Tim is our nightlight, so which, which helps us. This is our nightlight from actually home. Uh, I had to remember to unplug this this morning because we do have a habit of wandering around in the darkness and bumping into each other. So, so here we go. We've got our nightlight. And lastly, Jesus like the world reminds us that he is a light in our darkness. Now, Sam, do you want to try and gently blow those out? Blow them all out? Oh, what's happening here? They keep on coming back. There you go, I think. There you go. Give them a round of applause. Yay! Oh, oh, never mind, never mind. See, this, because, because, um, there you go, that's enough. Uh, be, because, you know, sometimes we, what we try to do is we try to replace God's light in our lives with other things. You know, we try to say we're going we're gonna to replace God with money or with success or with family. But sometimes, well, actually all the times, these things work for a little while, but eventually they go out. But these magic candles remind us that whilst other things in our life will ultimately fail us, will ultimately go out, God's light is everlasting. It will go on forever, and nothing is too difficult for God's love. And so let's give our volunteers a great round of applause. Thank you. Do you want to take your seats again? There you go. So... God's light is a light that never goes out. So how are you, do you want to take a seat? Give, give our volunteers a round of applause. Well done, Alice. There you go. Thank you. So how are we feeling this Christmas? God wants us to know that Jesus is the light of the world. And, uh, and, and Jesus wants us to be this light in our lives. Yes, I'm a bit concerned that this... There we go. There you go. And I wanted to give each of us just a minute to think about which kind of light do we need in our lives at this moment in time. Perhaps some of us are feeling a bit sort of overcome by Christmas and we can only see darkness. Maybe we want to pray now that Jesus would come and show us the beauty and the goodness of things that are in our lives, even if we're facing a difficult time. Or perhaps some of us this Christmas realise that we've got some difficult decisions to make. Maybe you want to ask Jesus to come shine a light in, this, in your situation, to guide you in the way that you should go. Or sometimes, maybe over Christmas, you know, it can be a great time for celebration, but sometimes it's a time for sadness as families come together and they rub up against each other and we, and we sadly hurt one another and hurt ourselves. And so maybe we want Jesus to come and help us to be a light in that situation, to stop us hurting ourselves and hurting others. And maybe you feel in a really dark place right now and maybe you just need Jesus to reassure you that he is the light that will never go out. He will never fail you. So we're just going to pause for a moment and we're going to offer to God those things that we